Thank you for joining us again this Sunday, July 18th, 2021 at the First Love Ministries with the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois. Reverend Jonathan Warren has titled his sermon, Huh? Our organist is Christine Smith. And Christine Smith will also sing, There is a sweet, sweet spirit for our special music selection today. Our liturgist is Susie Gleason. The first scripture reading comes to us from 2 Samuel 7, 1 through 14a. And our gospel reading is Mark 6, 30 through 34 and 45 through 52. Now, therefore, thus you shall say to my servant, David, thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture from following the sheep to be prince over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you went and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make for you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they may live in their own place and be disturbed no more. And evildoers shall afflict them no more as formerly. From the time that I appointed the judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come forth from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. Am I on? Yes. So I don't normally talk before I do anything, but I felt compelled today. Um, Ellie and Jenny and I sang this piece a cappella about four years ago, and I kind of discovered the song, and I just fell in love with it. So to my delight, it was, it's now in our new hymnal. So I would like you to open to page 408 today, and I am introducing this song today so that you all can come back next week, right? And sing this as a congregational hymn next week. So um, just follow along and um, get the idea of it. But it's a very sweet song. It has a very sweet message.
There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. And I know that it's the spirit of the Lord. There are sweet expressions on each face. And I know they feel the presence of the Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay right here with us, filling us with your love. And for these blessings we lift our hearts in praise. Without a doubt we know we have been revived when we shall leave this place. There are blessings you cannot receive till you know him in his fullness and believe. You're the one to profit when you say, I am going to walk with Jesus all the way. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay right here with us, filling us with your love. And for these blessings, we lift our hearts in praise. Without a doubt, we know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. And without, without a doubt, we know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. I like this story. It makes me laugh a little. Jesus and his apostles just finished feeding the 5,000. We didn't read that part, but that's just what's happened. So he tells them to get into a boat and he'll catch up with them later. He sends his apostles away on a boat, and he prays up on the mountainside. And then when he finishes praying, he looks out into the middle of the water, and he sees his disciples struggling. Now, the Sea of Galilee isn't that big. You can see from one side to the other without much difficulty. His disciples are in the middle of a windstorm, so they're rowing like crazy, and they're not getting anywhere. And what happens with Jesus? He could get into a boat, but then he'd be in the same trouble as his disciples. So he just starts walking on the sea. No biggie, 
Jesus is walking towards them, and for some reason, as he gets closer to them, instead of helping them out, he's about to pass them by. It seems like Jesus has ADD for a moment. He's just going to the end. Yet in the midst of their struggling, a disciple looks up and notices Jesus and sees something that no human could possibly do, walking on the water. And they can't believe what they're seeing, so they start freaking out. They think it's a ghost, and they're panicked and screaming, and that's when Jesus chimes in. Settle down. I know it looked like I was about to pass you, but it's just me, Jesus. I'm not a ghost. Just relax and settle down. He climbs over the side of the boat, gets in with them, and the winds calm. They can't believe what's just happened. In fact, it says in our scripture reading, they were utterly astounded. But they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. In other words, the disciples just don't get it. So Jesus feeds 5,000 people, and it doesn't sink in. Jesus walks on water, and they don't get it. In a few minutes, Jesus is going to heal a whole lot of sick people, and they're not going to get it. Time after time, but especially in Mark, we're reminded that Jesus baffles his disciples, and they just don't get it. To some extent, it's a literary technique that Mark uses. Jesus does a miraculous thing after a miraculous thing. Everyone who sees the miracle is amazed, even his disciples, and Jesus orders everyone to keep it in between, to keep it between them. But obviously, word gets out or else Mark couldn't write about it. But if you're really paying attention, you begin to realize that Jesus isn't ordinary, that Jesus can do things that other humans just can't do. In fact, Jesus does things only God can do, like healing and feeding, walking on water and calming storms. But what's really odd is time and time again, the disciples just don't seem to figure it out until Jesus is gone. That's when they finally get it. But until then, Mark says their hearts are hardened, their eyes are closed, their faith is immature, they just don't get it. Now, it's kind of easy to poke some fun at them, but the truth of the matter is they're not the only ones who don't get it in the Bible. In the Bible, time and time again, there are leaders of our faith who just don't get it. Like when the matriarch of our faith, Sarah, laughs. She's overhearing three strangers telling Abraham, her husband, that they should expect a baby in their old age. And she can't possibly believe that it's going to happen, so she just outbursts with laughter. Now God has asked them to move from their home. so They did, and God has blessed them throughout their lives. But she still doesn't get it. And nine months later, when her son Isaac is born, she, she may have stopped laughing, but I don't know. Or like Aaron, who gets impatient when his brother Moses is up on a mountain too long. So he and the Israelites uh, 
build a golden calf and start worshiping it. He was freed from slavery. He's seen wonders that cannot be explained. And yet, he still hasn't gotten it. So as a consequence for building a golden calf and not figuring it out, they now have to wait for 40 years until they get it. Or Jonah, who was told to go to Nineveh by God, and in rebellion he gets on a ship heading the other direction until a storm comes along. So the crew throws him off the boat, and finally the storm stops, but he still doesn't get it. He gets swallowed by a big fish, and he doesn't get it again. It took three long days inside a fish until he finally says he'll do it. He finally gets to Nineveh to do what God tells him, and he has a temper tantrum because God saves the Ninevites. Or King David, when he finds out Bathsheba is going to have his baby, so he orders Uriah to come home to see his wife during a battle, but he refuses. So David sends Uriah to the front line to be killed. David just doesn't get it until Nathan tells him a story. And then days later, his child dies. And then we get to the Gospel of Mark and discover Jesus' disciples aren't that much different than anyone else. They just don't get it. That is until Jesus dies and is risen and then their eyes are finally open. So why would we expect to be any different than them? I don't know about you, but there have been many times in my life when I didn't get it. When God was trying to tell me something, my eyes just wouldn't open to see it. Until sometimes, many years later, I'd imagine I'm not alone in this. I, I know there are many folks here who look back at your life and at one time recognize that you didn't get it. as you look back now, maybe you do. Somehow your eyes are open and you can see God and Jesus active in your life in a way you couldn't possibly see it before. I know I'm not alone in this. Many years ago, there was a poem floating around, and I know most people here probably remember it. It was called Footprints person look back at their life, at the footprints in the sand, and they notice that the lowest point in their lives, instead of two pairs of footprints, they only saw one. So he asked Jesus, who was with him, why he abandoned him during the hardest times of his life. And Jesus replies, it was at those times when I carried you. Remember that story? There will be times in our lives where we just don't get it. And in those times, we'll have to trust and have faith that God will carry us through things that we don't possibly understand. And at some point, our eyes will be open and we'll recognize, even if we don't know why it happened, that God is always there. In this last year and a half, many of us have lots and lots of questions for God. We've struggled through this pandemic. 
at many times by ourselves. We wonder how to move forward in sharing Christ's message in a world that has changed so dramatically before our very eyes. But much like the disciples, we have to pause from rowing frantically and look up. Because Jesus is right there, standing on water, and if it's anything like this story, he might be about to pass us by. So I encourage you to take a moment today or this week to pause, to look up for Jesus. Now, Jesus might not be in the places we expect. It might be hard to see him, and certainly some of us still might not get it. That's okay, because so many faithful people didn't get it either. Stop rowing and pause. Look around for Jesus. When you just don't get it, trust and have faith that Jesus is here. Because when Jesus gets into our boat, the winds will calm, we'll stop rowing frantically, and it won't be long until we get to the other side. We might not get it, but God is here with us all around. God is here with each one of us through the frantic storm, calming these waves. Just pause and look up for Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The congregation and visitors can now enter through the east or north doors. Our in-person service starts at 10 a.m. We do, however, ask that you keep your mask on while moving about in the building. In the sanctuary, there are two sections, one for vaccinated and one for unvaccinated individuals. The ushers will guide you to the section of your choice. Those in the vaccinated section can now sing without a mask. Join us at www.facebook.com slash slash and join our Monday First Pres Jacks community group, which meets at 7 p.m. every Monday. This is a question, answer, and sharing group with the pastor. This is a private room, and you will be asked a few questions before entering to make sure you are a human and not a robot. Presbyterians with a Purpose is another program available at the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville for individuals needing to contact someone during these challenging times of the pandemic. You can visit that link. Just visit our homepage and find the link for Presbyterians with a Purpose. We also offer a Sunday live service starting at 9.55 a.m. You can visit www.firstpresjax.org slash donate and make your contribution there. Or send contributions to First Presbyterian Church, 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. You also can contribute through your bank using bill pay. If an account number is needed, please use 
870-870-870. Our phone number is 217-245-4189. Our email is office at firstpresjax.org. That's office at F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G. 